Welcome everybody to a new and exciting episode of Ergo Pulse. And so just to spare you today, we're not going to do any polls jokes, right? Joe, no polls yeah, jokes. I got, I got no polls, man. It's too cold, you know? I have, I have no polls here. It's winter. What's up, Marty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had you here before. We, we learned a lot about Pi Day. We learned a lot about ErgoPad. So, um, you know, um, what, what, what have you been doing? What, what, what have you been up to, Marty? It's been a bit since I've been on the show, I think. Mm-hmm. Like several months. Yeah. Yeah, you've yeah, had quite like, I think like a year almost. It was like last summer or something. Yeah, oh, man. Anyway, well, it's, it's been a bit. Yeah. A bit. So. Well, we've been busy. We've been doing tons of stuff. Uh, idea is getting close uh louis vaucher has been hard at work on the smart contracts we had cheese enthusiasts just do a an audit on the smart contracts as well um so i think i think they're getting close we're looking at uh hopefully mvp release in april i know we've said before it was a little earlier but you know how dates go yeah um the bear market came we've had to kind of we've really kind of what would you say? You tightened your belt is the We're nice way to put it. For sure, yeah. Uh, so, you know, yeah, slow I mean, burn, slow burn. I didn't want to start to slow burn things. That's right. We wanted to maintain as long as we could and try and survive the bear market. So we've kind of slowed down a bit. We're also working on some new platforms. We're working on an NFT uh, marketplace, minting, mass minting platform. Uh, we want to support projects such as Blitz, who are going to use our platform to launch their card game uh, just to sell the uh, the cards themselves. So we've been working on that. We've been working on Pidea. We've been working on kind of improving on ErgoPad because there's a lot of little things that need to be updated. Uh, so just all that stuff's going on in tandem. Pidea uh, Web 2 demo went live since last we spoke to you. So you guys can go to app.pidea.im. Uh, you can, you just need one token for any of the DAOs. So like if you have one Pidea token in your wallet, you can go in there, you can start a discussion, you can leave comments, chat with people and kind of gives you a sample of how the platform works and how it looks. Uh, and then when MVP is live, you'll be able to do a lot more, like make real proposals that'll be fully protected by smart contracts. So we're working on that. I know I'm talking a lot, but we're also working on, uh, we're trying to get uh, El Salvador just passed new laws around crypto tokens. So we're working to get a corporation registered in El Salvador uh, so that we can really get some help new projects be very compliant with the law and, and move into the future as regulation comes into place around crypto. Uh, and that'll allow us to start having conversations with centralized exchanges and things like that. So we've got a lot going on. Uh, just we're very busy we're not we're definitely not bored behind the scenes here even if we seem quiet that's good yeah, to hear. That, that's well I mean, that, that's how the bear market works you know if, if you're building your thing is just there's a lot less noise so then people who might not be in the middle of it kind of things like whoa what have you guys been doing i mean even you know even uh, with with the Zengate uh, with the Zengate business, you know, we were always doing stuff. I mean, literally on working on it every yeah. single day, every single day, several hours a day. It's 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 uh, it's one of those times when you can build and kind of you know concentrate because the noise is not there. You know, not every, you know people aren't just like you know you know when 
when, when numbers go up, when numbers go up, you don't have that, you know, like banging on your window. Come on, guys, come on, launch yeah. a token. Come on, let's let's go. Let's let let I want to, you know, I want a hundred X. But anyway, um, so I was not one hundred percent clear on the difference between Paidea, Paidea, Paidea. Well, you know what Paidea. I mean, and Ergopad. <laughs> yeah, Paidea and Ergopad. Paidea, well, Paidea. Yeah. Okay, give us give us a bit of that. I'll give you a bit of backstory to start. Uh, when we launched Ergopad, one of the main things we wanted to do is keep things decentralized and kind of make it so that the community can invest together in developing projects that'll benefit the community, right? And so really the only way to do that is to create a DAO around it where people kind of pool their funds together and, and choose together how those funds are spent on developing the platform they're trying to build. So Ergopad and Pidea are two different things. Ergopad is a launch pad, which is meant to help people invest as a group with one another on community-built projects. And Pidea is DAO management software, which allows you to manage those DAOs that you create, many of which will be created through Ergopad, launched through Ergopad. Uh, but it'll let you manage those treasuries. So once you've got the funds pulled together, now what? You know, uh, there are some functions on Ergo such as multi-sig wallets that you can kind of do on the base layer. But a multi-sig wallet is a little bit inefficient for larger groups. Uh, you kind of have to pass a signed transaction around between each signee or signer, I guess you would say. Uh, and it's just a little slow to, to get anything done. So what we've trying to, we're trying to build here is a very simple to use management panel for your DAO. So you'll put You'll put your pooled resources or your funds uh, into a smart contract protected wallet. And then anytime you want to spend those funds, somebody will have to make a proposal and they'll have to like, uh, uh, there will be a vote on that proposal to determine whether those funds are spent as a group. So Pidea is really just sort of there to make it super easy for people to do that in a safe way on the blockchain. So that's kind of the difference. Does that make sense or... Sure. On one hand, you have the ability to raise funds, and then the other, you manage them. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so one is kind of like almost the extension of the other one, so the next step, right? Yeah. So you start with Ergopad, and you continue Paidea. It sounds like uh, Ergopad's been busy this month. Uh, you've had duck pools, you've had Spectrum. That's I think right. that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, what's the latest? Yes, yeah, Spectrum... Uh... Is actually both of them are about halfway through. They're both coming into the public round. Uh, Spectrum was the first platform that uh, that had like a fully completed product before doing their IDO, I believe. Uh, so mm -hmm. a lot of people were very excited about that. I mean, and they're not just building Spectrum, the decks on Ergo. They're building Spectrum, the L1. They're going to have their own layer one protocol that that operates between platforms, between Ergo and between Cardano. So you're gonna have a DEX on ADA, uh, Cardano, you're gonna have a DEX on Ergo, and then, then you're gonna have uh, another layer where you can transfer assets between the two. So yeah, super excited about Spectrum. Uh, they're really the only DEX on Ergo anyway, without them, we would have we would have never been able to launch Ergopad. Uh, and then you've got Duckpools, which is the first pooled lending protocol. Uh, there's also, uh, what's it called? What's Sigma Phi for lending, Joe? What's that? 
Uh, yeah, we have we have a couple of lending protocols that are coming yeah. out. Uh, SigmaFi is one that's uh, peer more peer to peer. Yeah. Duckpools, which is more pool, so peer. And then we also have Sigma, or what is Ergo it, O or something? The XLE. Yeah. yeah, XLE is more like uh, uncollateralized, which is kind of neat. Yeah. And then we also have someone playing with futures, and uh, we may have uh, you know a new type of decks in development as well. Oh, like an order uh, book decks. Yeah, like a grid bot decks, I guess. Super cool. So all this stuff's coming up. Uh, somebody's going to need to build like a cohesive DeFi platform that you can do everything on where you don't have to get all your funds, move, bounce all your stuff around, and you can see it all in one place with a nice nice panel. Mm -hmm. We'll see where we go in uh, 2023. We've got a lot of a long time to go. So yeah yeah we're just getting started in 2023 already a lot has happened a lot uh a lot of new developments and which would be cool um i mean what i really like seeing is uh more and more effort for going cross-chain because um i mean obviously not every ecosystem is compatible with every other ecosystem and that's that's perfectly fine you know i mean and again every ecosystem has its own flavor its own unique tooling um, I don't believe in, you know, one, you know, one ring to rule them all type of mentality, especially with the Cardano and the Ergo system. We've always been really, you know, symbiotic and friendly and uh, kind of uh, working cross chain because, as we all know, a lot of Cardano people are Ergo people and vice versa. Um, there are some similarities between the way the blockchains are built, the, the accounting model. And so um, let's talk cross chain. Um you were thinking you're you're going cross chain, right? So, what does that mean for you? What how do you, how are you going to do it first of all? Yeah, we're we're working out the details. We've been waiting for uh, Rosenbridge. We're super excited about Rosenbridge to go live, uh, but it's hard to decide. We'll have to we'll have to talk to the community about whether or not they'd like to have, you know, the same number of tokens for Pidea on Ergo as they do on Cardano. Will you have to use the bridge to get them over there? Will we release a new token on Cardano? Uh, so we're 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 gonna have to talk to the community about that. But uh, I'm also advising on a project called Teddy Swap, which is a Cardano stablecoin DEX, and the devs on that project have a lot of experience with Cardano. So I'd love to speak to them about uh, helping us with Pidea uh, going cross chain when they're um, available once Teddy Swap launches. So, you know, we'd love to do, we've we've already built the front end, we've built the UI, uh, we've kind of got everything ready to go. So then it would just be a matter of building the smart contracts on Cardano and following kind of what we've already done on Ergo. It's UTXO, it should be pretty straightforward to port over uh, with the guidance of our dev team. So, you know, hopefully what we can do is offer the same exact uh, functionality on both chains and then utilizing Rosenbridge and new tools such as potentially spectrum depending on how that functionality looks people could have DAOs that are also cross-chain so we're working towards that wow. uh, but we definitely have to consult the community on how they'd like to see that launched um, because there's a so is that something is that something you'll use paideia for like the first thing with Paideia is how do we take Paideia to cross chain? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of the plan. I want to get the MVP launched and then we'll have something to show the Corona community and say, look, we've we've pulled it off. We've already done it on Ergo. 
do you want this on Cardano and, and are you interested? You know, I think it'll be a great way to kind of market the platform. So, well, look, I, I think that, um, I mean, the beauty about uh, the beauty of these uh, ecosystems is that they're decentralized, right? So you don't have to ask permission. Um, I think there's still enough market share, even if there are similar products in development right now for you to go, uh, to go uh, cross chain for you to get you to build a Cardano. Um, I think there's definitely a need for, 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 uh, for, for Padilla and, uh, you know, what, what you offer on Cardano as well. Uh, you have a really good, good rep from the Ergo community, you know, you're well, you're, you're well known and respected in the Ergo community. So I, I really don't think that you need to even worry about, you know, kind of saying, well, do you need something like this? Just do it. I, I'd say, just do it. Just build. Yeah. Um, and just make it happen. And like I said, it's, uh, you know, it is needed. I, I think it's, I think it's a really cool product and I think it is needed and it will be picked up by the community if it becomes available. Software is a fickle thing like that, where, you know, it's like, uh, way back in the day, you could go back on like the Ethereum e ecosystem and, and people were so excited for ether decks. Like it's the first decks, right. And, uh, you know, where is it now? You know, it's, and there's well, lots of you know the UA Unis, Uniswap, but there's so many clones of the same thing, right? Yeah, so, uh, people. Yeah, there's. You, you iterate a little bit and and build something else. People will want. Uh, there's use for it, you know. There's there mm -hmm. there is competition. I think uh, direct competition for Epidia that may launch on Cardano at some point, but good. But that's. I yeah. hope it makes you. I hope it yeah, makes yeah, you. Yeah, a, I think that's. Good. I hope it makes you a better project. Yeah. Is what I say. Yeah, I agree. You I know? think it's excellent. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, you want competition because that really helps you uh, evolve. You know, you see, you don't have to try everything yourself. And people need options basically. too. You know, you can, yeah, you can have other people also try, fuck up, and then you say, wait a second, mm -hmm, let's mm -hmm. not do that. Yeah. You know, and we didn't just didn't just spend you know a hundred thousand dollars figuring that out Learn from their Thank mistakes. You. Yeah. Yeah, or vice versa. You know, you might work mm -hmm. together and 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 just bring different flavors into the ecosystem. You know, it's it's it, 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 I think it's 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 very good. I I encourage it. Um, again, going back to what we're doing, you know, with uh, with Palmyra, there isn't really something that's specifically like what we're building, and that's actually in a way sometimes is kind of frustrating because you want to com to compare. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to do comparative analysis, competitive <clears throat> analysis to other products that do the same thing. And so we have to kind of look around really hard and say, oh, hell, these guys are doing something close. Let's let's check them out. Like, oh, no, no, it's a little bit different. Okay, but okay, but these guys, now these guys, they're really close. It's it's we're almost like playing like Eureka with trying to find somebody who does sort of what we're trying to do. Yeah, so just build it, man. Just make it happen. Uh, um, come, you know, come to Cardano. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is the open source side of it, right? Uh, mm -hmm. you know. I think it's great that some people are building open source. So it'll be good to have two projects where you can kind of use one another's code where needed and kind of take examples from others. That's what we're, that's what Spectrum's done. We've borrowed some of their code. They've borrowed some of ours. Uh, they've kind of built stuff we did on Ergo on Cardano, uh, where we, since we weren't there already for the vesting contracts. So you know, it's great. Yeah, the more competition, the better. The more people developing open source, the better. I think it's a good thing. So are you going? Yeah. Are you going? Are you going to take some type of like, I don't know, Cardano pad 
<laughs> See how that, yeah, I think we need as to. Well. I think we need to go launch a I mean, launch pad on Cardano. I just don't know whether it'll be ErgoPad rebranded to be the same thing on both, or it'll be a separate thing, or if you know ErgoPad will kind of meld into this new cross-chain launch pad. I'm not too sure yet. I think it'd be either way. We're going to be working with between the two, and a project could launch on both Ergo and Cardano through our platform. Yeah, you know, the one the one thing that our ecosystem has got a lot of shit for over the years is our naming ability. So maybe maybe, maybe we should uh, <laughs> evolve beyond the Cardano pad. No, br- bring that naming ability into Cardano. You know, we, we, we Cardano know Dex. Cardano, Cardano something. <laughs> well, Cardax. No, because we did have a Cardax. I don't know what happened to that, but... And then we had, uh, you know, we, we do have a few things named Cardano. There is Ada Pad. I don't think we have a Cardano Dex. Do we? Have a- there's Card Starter. Uh, there's Ada Pad. Card. St- okay, so there's Card Starter. But a lot of them are just there is. Uh, they're just branded Binance launch pads that have Cardano in the name. It's crazy. Yeah. Little, well, uh, wait. They're not even. They're not even yeah, on. They're launching. They're just. They're launching tokens on Binance Smart Chain, and then, then naming the. The launch pad. Yeah, so, so, so some of these guys, yeah, because you look at them and uh, you're like, all right, Cardano. Like, uh, wh- wh- where is it though? Where's the Cardano? Where's the Cardano part? Oh yeah, we just launched the new this right? new project. It's on B. <laughs> uh, how did how did that how did that happen? I don't know. Oh, it, it was it was it just like first to market before there was smart contracts, so launch in a different market. I or? guess so. It's, yeah, uh, I guess. yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so it was something first, like that. Yeah, first to market in the wrong market. Brilliant. Yeah, right. Well, that's just an example <laughs> of things that we we don't need that exist because of a bull market. You know, <laughs> that's funny. That's what frustrates me about about our our industry is uh, we're not building enough actual utility, sustainable utility, and we're building just too much. Like, you know, sometimes not uh, even building or, anything. Yeah. Not even building. It's, it's just like, like vapor value. I think it's important. It's like vapor value. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, you launch a token, numbers go up, you dump the token, make something else, launch a new token, numbers go up, dump the token. It just it just keeps rinsing and repeating, you know, and and, and, and it's really because, look, sooner or later, people will wise up to it. Uh, you know, even with the uh, with such technology as the Internet, it happened. You know, back in back in back in two thousand, you know, with the dot com crash, because they just kept regurgitating dot com shit all, so much that such you know with technology that we're using right now that is like a daily like part of our daily lives that has has become such you know such, such normal thing because of all the time we we the, the the industry spent building good things on it right building infrastructure on it. Mm. Building something big, big dump. Yeah, <laughs> took a big, big dump because the first things that were built on it were basically like, uh, you know, like useless websites and porn. You know, I mean, that, that's pretty much like the internet of the '90s was that. But great things came out of it. Like, like uh, I, I keep bringing up the um, well, when I talk to 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 my team, I keep bringing up the uh, the eBay idea and how what they did was they provided a robust low barrier of entry user experience to people where they can where they could basically get more variety of things to buy in a a lot more like an interactive environment and uh it's just it's just easy you know like you said uh you find what you're looking for 
you buy it, you pay for it, pay for it on, you know, electronically, no bullshit, no hassles, and it arrives at your door if it's you know small enough. Uh, yeah, so, so, so it's, the, it's the same thing here with 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 crypto that we really need to uh, and and with blockchain we really need to kind of really focus on. You know, it's because... a it's a simple solution. It's not you know that's the funny thing. It's really not a difficult problem to solve. It's just open source code. It, it is. It is. It's open source code, and it's also like I said, it's building <laughs> something that is just not you know numbers go up bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's building like what what Marty is building. You know, this this is useful stuff. This is, you know, for for running a business basically. Like I can run a business on on uh, on Padilla. Yeah, okay, yeah, Padilla. I, I I can run a business. You know, and I can audit that, it. That, that's, that's, that's the thing, and it's auto audited because it's all on chain yeah. and all the history is there by on the platform. I mean, we can build CSV exports into it, and then you can just bring that. You know, here hand this to your accountant. You know, they look it through over it and. There it is. Your, you know, your yearly taxes are done, and your, your books are done. They're all on chain. There, you don't have to. I mean, it'll reduce some of the costs of doing business. Anyone who runs a business knows. I mean, you're always paying your lawyer. You got to constantly do like your annual reports and your transparency documents, and there's a, like all these things you're constantly paying a lawyer to do, and it's just boilerplate. And if it can happen on chain, and you just hit a button, it's like annual report done. And it's like, this is submitted to a, if a country is willing to take that report because it's audited and it's on chain and somebody's already looked at it and it, it fits their structure. I mean, maybe we can get El Salvador to start thinking about that instead of being the old school way where we have to have paperwork and go down to your lawyer's office and sign it or whatever. It's just on chain. You hit a button, it's done. And there's your annual corporate documents. Yeah. And, you know, and the, the other thing is like, They've also made it so a token is not a security, but if you can use a token sort of similar to security, I mean, it costs half a million dollars to get a freaking get a company on the stock market in the United States. Like, I think that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but I think it's definitely over a hundred grand. It's more than it's more than I would want to do more than I have sitting around. Yeah, I think that's fair Fair to say. So it helps, you know, and it eliminates barriers of borders, right? I mean, people from all around the globe can work together with, and kind of eliminate some of the some of those barriers. So there's a lot of potential if 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 regulators don't block us from using it to the point where everyone just lets them see what happens. Hey, let's see what happens. We're in for a fun ride either yeah. way. You know, I you know I'm I'm looking forward to that. If you if you do over to uh, go over to Cardano, I I hope you bring the same ethos, open source code, community funding, community project, community management, and uh, you know the, I think that those principles protect people. Absolutely, is the bottom line. They protect people, so uh, it's cool to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the tooling that you're going to be using to come, you know, to, to, to go across chain because a lot of people are really looking forward to it. I mean, I know the urban community is looking forward to uh, the one and only Rosenbridge. Um, uh, you know, I am really looking forward to it because I also want to utilize it for a lot of the stuff that we're doing as well. And so Kind of elaborate a little bit about you know what technology you're thinking of using to across chain, uh, it, and just uh, more specifically with Rosen, you know what you hope that you'd be able to do, um, what excites you. Just kind of elaborate a little bit on that. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the most exciting thing, well, there's quite a few things that are exciting about Rosenbridge, but one of them is the opportunity to, uh, it gives users the opportunity to provide liquidity there. Uh, it gives people an opportunity to earn uh, and it also can expose us to other markets. I mean, the crypto market is pretty fragmented right now. And the only way to go between currencies is either use a centralized exchange or a centralized bridge. Uh, and we all know what's happened with many of the centralized bridges between Solana and Ethereum. And there's just been so many exploits and you then have to trust a centralized third party. Rosenbridge kind of gives us the opportunity to do it without the centralized third party, which is just right off the bat. That's amazing. Um, it's kind of the whole thing that crypto is about is to reduce that as much as possible, right? If you can, if you can just use something because it's there on the blockchain and the smart contracts have been audited and you know, it works. That's excellent. Right? So I think if I'm not mistaken, Rosen allows you to wrap tokens from any blockchain. Is that in theory? Yeah, in theory. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, on a, at on a very high level, uh, we, you know, looking at all the exploits, we wanted to create a chain with a home base or like a bridge with a home base. And, you know, so Ergo is the home base for the Rosen framework where Super all cool. of the logic, all the logic is going to happen on Ergo. And so we have kind of like this, uh, let's say environment that we come from, we understand, right? And then you basically build, uh, you know, the kind of equivalent of big multi-sig wallets on other chains. And you just use off-chain infrastructure to watch and notify, relay that to the Ergo chain, say, hey, something's happening. And then, you know, uh, once there's, let's say, enough uh, activity to uh, say something's happening, then the guards come and they execute some logic and, uh, you know, things get wrapped and it moves. So... The, the net goal there was actually to be able to have interoperability with other networks without um, basically, I don't know, catching any vulnerability from being in an environment that we just don't know. Right. That's super cool. I mean, there's so many opportunities there. You could, you know, it, it means that you could have wrapped ETH and wrapped Cardano and have a, that trading pair on a DEX mm -hmm. with... This, the ability to go back to the native chain if you want to. I mean, it's just brilliant. Sure. It's going to be. And potentially, if you have liquidity, you know, they're all privacy tokens too. That's right. With the mixer. Okay. With the mixers. So a lot of, lot of neat stuff that, uh, you know, potentially can be built into that type of uh, framework if, if there's enough liquidity. Yeah, that's really, it's going to be something. And then uh, liquidity providers will make money off of that. Uh, so mm -hmm. there's the incentive there. So it's just a matter of notifying enough people in blockchain who care to start bringing liquidity and bringing market share over here. So I don't know. I I, I hope we can push it. I think I think 2022 was a lot of a kind of build the base, build the bottom of the pyramid for Ergo. Like we need all these things, this infrastructure that already exists on Ethereum. Uh, Ethereum was super boring before, you know, you started to be able to do things and the end user could do things. And Ergo has been boring up until pretty recently. Uh, and <laughs> we're finally giving people, I mean, nobody wants to just buy a token and then they can't do anything with it, right? Like, no, it's true. The first it's thing true. people ask is like, okay, well, what can we do on Ergo? 
And until recently, the answer was stake ErgoPad or trade on the DEX. It's like, well, what's the point in trading on the DEX if there's nothing you can do with the tokens you trade into? So we're finally getting to a point where we can start to do lending. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, DeFi is coming quickly. Just from working in, our, in 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 the in the ergo ecosystem and in, in, in this in the blockchain ecosystem ecosystems that we're in, what would would you say your biggest, I guess, formula for success in that particular field is? Me, me personally, I think yeah. it's 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 a combination of three things. Uh, the first is that you need the right people in the right places. The absent that you it's hard um you know second i think that it's good to push to some form of mvp before you open your mouth too much so say. because you're all because you're always going to hit issues that it's like uh i don't know you you're gonna change something or or mature as you build right it's like as as you climb up your project you're gonna have different insights and kind of vision in terms of what things should be so I think sometimes like bootstrapping from zero and saying, this is how things are going to be. You lock yourself into uh, something that may or may not be the case. Right. So sometimes like that initial MVP or experience, uh, I don't know, it gives you greater insight in terms of what the future is going to be. Cause now you have something you can play with versus an idea in your head. It's always easy to, um, I don't know, put together frameworks in your head, but sometimes when you put them in reality, uh, you know, that birthing process is a little painful. <laughs> is there a third um, one? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the third one has to do with um, just like the people you attract from the ecosystem, right? Uh, like, who do you listen to? Where do you draw your advice or insight from? Because, you know, every, you have a lot of noise in crypto, right? Yeah. And so it's it's like, okay, well, what is going to be um, I don't know, the, let's say the people in your community or the people in the industry that are going to kind of influence you in terms of your thinking, uh, what you're trying to create, what you're trying to do. And I think it's easy for people to kind of look at the, uh, I don't know, get lost in the shininess of crypto sometimes. And, um, you know, get, they just get away from like, what are you here for? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? And stick to that. I think, uh, Speaking about developing in the crypto ecosystem, something a lot of people don't think about enough is like kind of the game theory of how their platform is going to work. Mm -hmm. um, Cardano had a lot of its success, I think, because of the SPOs. By yeah. having the SPOs financially incentivized to promote the platform, you created this huge community of people that are always pushing it on Twitter and are always pushing it on other social media platforms because they want to build their own big community of people who stake with their platform. So I think that may have been by accident. Just, I don't know if Charles really knew that that was going to happen when he designed the SPO situation, like, or maybe not Charles, but the group of people who designed it. Uh, but it really worked in Cardano's favor. Ergo doesn't have something like that yet. They don't, we don't really have a place where people want to put, their resources and it encourages them to then go out and promote the ergo platform we don't really have that kind of game theory behind any of the current platforms that are on ergo so i'd love to see people kind of think about that more uh another thing mm -hmm. that i want to touch on armenia you kind of mentioned mvps 
if you're going to launch a project on crypto or on any project doesn't have to be on crypto it helps to have a demo some kind of mvp demo even if it's just a ux click demo on figma to say you know this is what it's going to look like now you can like try it out right i mean if you just tell people a white paper is kind of an example of a demo like a lower form of a click demo right this is but but a lot of people don't bother to write a white paper that's extensive enough to show people what you're really going to be doing they have light papers they just say well this is what we want to do it's like okay well who are you how are you going to build it when are you going to build it how much do you need Nobody says any of that. Nobody does that work. So we're trying to encourage people to do that more. Duckpools did it really well with their white paper. They also mm-hmm. released an MVP uh, before doing their launching their platform. So I love to see that. I'd love to see more of that on Ergo. Uh, and I'd love to see people start thinking about the game theory behind their platforms. How do we get people to ape into Ergo? Because they have a financial incentive to come here. Yeah. Yeah. And I, absolutely. You're absolutely right. It's, it's kind of, you know, I kind of um, smiled when you said uh, a UI, because really uh, what what we're building with Palmyra is pretty com- complex. You know, it's, it's uh, there's a lot of different moving parts. And uh, one of the biggest, well, one of the biggest tasks is really to figuring out what do you start with? Right. And it might be several things that you start with. And it might be it might take a while for it to really start working because also there has to be liquidity behind there has to be a community behind it but how how do you really showcase it you know and also how do you do it without spending you know a lot of money on dev resources because you're basically out there raising more money and we did that with our our ui and ux and that's what you were saying you know we uh we, we we built out the ui and the ux uh, we worked with Nicholas on it. You know, he did a fantastic job. I mean, I, I, I highly, highly recommend Nicholas. Everyone needs to know Nico. Anyway. Yeah, Nico yeah, yeah, designed yeah. Pidea as well. He's, he's, he's a rock star. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, I know. So, so that's why I'm. You know, I, I know you've had that same experience, and yeah, I mean, just, 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 he's amazing at his job. I, I, I can't, I can't say enough good things about him. And yeah, we built out the UI, the UX, uh, to really kind of. Because it's big vision, you know, when you have these big visions, it's really difficult sometimes to articulate them in a succinct way. Yeah. And so how do you do it, right? I mean, yeah, of course, you have your your, your elevator pitch, you have your, your, your 30 second, you have your 90 second, you have your five minute spiel, you have your slide decks, but that only goes so far because then people kind of get into that, like, you know, the, 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 the slide deck pitch mode, you know? And uh, I think um, it's very important to have something visual for them. For a lot of people, it's it's human nature to to learn visually. Mm-hmm. So that's it's just it's just the human brain works like that. The people are naturally visual learners. Um, and so when when you bring a UI to them, when you show them, that's what it looks like. Even if it doesn't really do all these things in the back that it's supposed to do, if you show them what it looks like. In the front, so like I really think that a UI is like seventy percent of the product. Even though, I mean, well, I, the I, reason I know it's, I know it, it's like ten, ten times it, as many resources to build the rest of it. But once you have the UI, it's like okay, well, here's what we're building. This is it. Well, that, but that that's that's you see that's the thing. End customer perception. That's what I'm talking about. And customer perception is UI, 70% everything else in the background. It could be like this 
amazing technology that took years to build millions of dollars and it's just like this great thing and, and to some people who understand the technology you know the, the back end and yeah you know to the researchers and to the developers and to the technical people it looks beautiful but to the average user you can't expect them to really have that same perception and so what is what is important to them the important thing to them is the ui and the ux how, how they utilize this what it looks like what is the process and how does it come out on the other end right and i think like i said that is why i believe that to uh, as far as the end user is concerned the ui ux is 70 percent, or the ui is 70 percent of what they care about really and if you show that to them if you show them that's what it looks like it's something tangible it's something they can kind of touch and click through and say, okay, oh, that's how that works. Oh, that, that's how that works. It's very powerful. Uh, and, and we actually, uh, we had several people who were, you know, I mean, we're, we're interested in talking to me and talking to us just because of, 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 of uh, past, you know, past reputation and whatnot. But going into this thing, like, so what is this thing exactly? Yeah. And you show them the UI and they come out, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. And literally, it's been like across the board. You know, we built down this UI. Every single time we show it to somebody, they come out like super bullish, like, guys, this is going to be fucking amazing. You know, this this is great. And, you know, and, and, and that, that that's that. Uh, it's, it's all about, like you said, having something tangible there before you do a lot of screaming. Because pitch decks are things change. They're often so low effort. Yeah, go ahead. Like a low effort thing. A pitch deck is like what twenty slides. I mean, you you throw some marketing research off Google, and uh, you know, like you you list your competitors, and you say, "Well, we're better because of this." It's like, what? How? Like, I mean, show us. You know, I don't know. I've seen I've seen quite a few pitch decks, and very few of them really tell me that this is going to be much. What's that? Much? Very too. Yeah, they very few tell you much. Yeah, it's just like we we think we're awesome. Like we're gonna be great, but it's like I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> but if you give them, if you call Nico first, talk to Nico, and you don't have to invest a ton of money. If you have a project in mind, get Nico to build you a click demo in, in Figma, and then you can show off that product. But it has to be Nico. That guy. Best opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big no, no, don't, don't, don't. This has turned into a big know, don't, sales don't, pitch. Don't screw around. Just go to Nico. <laughs> don't, don't mess around. Just go to Nico. Don't, just don't put his it. card. Yeah. Just put his card on the screen. You know. Hi, my name is Nico, and I am the founder of Big Pampa. We offer design solutions ranging from branding, web design, animation, 3D, all the way to UX UI design and prototyping focusing only on Web3 and blockchain-related projects. Listen, Marty, it is always great to have you on. I mean, really. And, and I'm really excited to know that things are moving along, um, that, you know, you, you, you're building, you're going cross-chain. I mean, that's huge. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, just, I just really hope that you keep the momentum up. I know you will. And we'd love to have you back whenever uh, whenever you got something to talk to us about. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I do appreciate it. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this exciting edition of Ergo Pulse. Uh, looks like Joe is 
Joe's pulse is going down because I'm hungry, just... <laughs> man. I'm hungry. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go eat some food. No, okay, the, the pulse is up. The the blood sugar is down. The pulse. Is, okay, I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, anyway, Joe's gotta eat. I gotta eat. Uh, and Marty, I gotta eat. Well, Marty's gotta. We all gotta eat. Anyway, it's great chatting with you guys. I love doing these. All right, we'll do it again soon. All right. All, all right. right. Well, thanks everyone, and so long. Yeah. Have a good one.